0: Time yet for another amazing edition of Live from Crapper Creek, the podcast. Glenner here in the cabin in northern Alaska. Hope you're hanging well. On today's show, some coronavirus insanity. Trooper Cooper, the Alaska State Trooper, is going to field some calls. We'll play yes or BS with a couple locals. Plus, we'll tell you why Maria flipped off the jumbotron and almost pummeled Polly Shore. That's all this week on the podcast. Live from Crapper Creek, Alaska. The podcast. All right, it's about that time of the program. Got to hit you with some coronavirus insanity. We can't ignore it, right? Coronavirus. <laughs> insanity. 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 <laughs> okay, uh, we're going to just hit you over the head with some of the weird stories from this whole coronavirus. I'm not going to sit here and tell you how many people are dead or oh, what's going on or oh, here's what you got to do. Mask on, mask off. Doesn't matter. Are these are just weird stories. Uh, for instance, Texas has now come up and developed the very first drive-through strip club, Vivid Gentlemen's Club in Houston. Installed a drive-through stripper tent. Oh, with food to go, because you got to have food, you know, saying so get some pickled eggs. Why you stare at boobs? So I don't know. I guess, and there's a uh, two-song two limit, by the way. <laughs> so you can only stay in there for two songs. So it's like, yeah, I'll take uh, Inagata Inig- DeVito, the album version, and Freebird. You know, so <laughs> sit there all day, I guess. I don't know if they go all the way. Are they? Is, is it right in your face? Are they showing you the whole deal there? I don't know. Uh, also, on the other end, uh, professional cuddlers are now offering virtual snuggle sessions. Really? Over the... Really on a Zoom meeting? How do you snuggle with somebody on Zoom? Or do you just like... Sit there in the fetal position with your arms wrapped around the fucking monitor like, Mmm, this is good. You, you smell so good. It's a professional, yeah. This professional cuddlers. Hey, they got to make money somehow, right? Even professional cuddlers. Meanwhile, uh, we got some Karen fun we could have. You want to have a little Karen fun? Because you know she's out there. She's making a mess of this whole thing, man. This whole thing. Karen. And we got a, we've got a couple different Karens in the news, so I think it's only fitting that we do this right. Let's do it. Hold on a second. Karen. 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 Karen, Karen. You what? Why did you do that? Why did you, you do that, Karen?
1: She's alarming but disarming
0: and a really very charming mom. All right, here's your Karen's for the day. A maskless woman at a Papa Murphy's joint, Washington, got into it with employees and customers. She claims she doesn't have to wear a mask because she's hard of hearing. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that means, but yeah. Oh, and then my favorite line of the whole thing is when she dropped the line, I have a right to my pizza. I'm not shitting you. That's what she said. Meanwhile, a woman in a donut shop in El Paso threw a box of donuts at an employee who asked her to wear a mask. 'Cause nobody tells Karen what to do. Karen, 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 hey, that's Karen. Karen, Karen. You what? Why did you do that? Why I did you do that, Karen? Karen? She's alarming but disarming, and a really very charming modern girl. Karen. Fucking Karen. Such a bitch. Anyway, uh, British Columbia people told uh, the uh, best way for sex during sex, if you want to stay safe, glory holes. That's what they're saying. They're actually, uh, yeah. Now the website UPorn is offering a $100,000 grant to help install glory holes. Yes, that's right. UPorn is doing their part. Really installing glory holes? How do you install? Don't you just drill a hole in a wall and go fishing? I mean, you stick it in. And as a guy, I guess you just stick it in the glory hole. And uh, I guess you don't want to say nibble or bites, but um, obviously you want something on the other end. Right. But now I don't know if you're homophobic, you're probably not going to do that. Or if you don't care, it's like, all right, I don't, if it. feels good. I'm sticking it in there. I always wondered about the people on the other end. Really? You're going to let something just some stranger just. Okay. I never really quite figured out the glory hole. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Uh, but, you know, guys will fuck anything. Right. A vacuum cleaner. Uh, anything with a hole. You don't even have to have the word glory. Just it's a hole. Men will fuck it. That's how, that's how disgusting we are. We're always having stories of guys doing vacuum cleaners or getting their junk stuck in a picnic table. Or, and you know it's a matter of time before somebody starts teabagging those new hand dryers that you stick your hands down into. It's going to happen. Uh, let's see. Uh, down the same line, sales of realistic six dolls are way up since this crisis started. One guy with five of them said it would have been a lot harder without them around. Well, I would imagine five of them? Okay. I wonder if any of them are named Karen. Elsewhere. Oh, oh, we got another Karen we missed. That was the lady in San Diego who pepper sprayed a couple when they were eating in a park because they weren't wearing masks. All right, let's start with the fact they're eating. You can't wear a mask when you eat. And Another thing, they're in a park. They're in a park. Some lady just walks up and sprays them in the face. Elsewhere in China, Sperm Bank in China is begging men to make donations because I guess they got a shortage. So... You know, make a deposit, man. Make a deposit. And uh, yes, indeed, the Texas Testicle Festival will go on in Fredericksburg as planned so you can eat your nuts. So everybody can get fresh nuts. Meanwhile, the Butler County Fair in Ohio is recommending everybody stay one cow apart. <laughs> I don't know if you have to have a cow with you for social distancing or what. Meanwhile, in Kampur, India, a goat was arrested for not wearing a mask. Uh-huh. That's, that's where we're going now. Dude in Florida charged with fraud after he got $3.9 million in PPP loans, used it to uh, buy a Lamborghini. <laughs> okay. And apparently uh, deodorant sales way down during this pandemic. So at least it makes it easier for social distancing, right?
2: Coronavirus.
0: Hey. Oh. Insanity. In in <laughs> you people are fucking nuts. The idiot of the day segment of the show. So we've got to do this proper like. Here we go. It's time for the crapper (laughs) idiot of the day. Idiot Idiot of the the day. Uh, We've got my man Robert on the phone uh, helping us out today. And Robert, you said you were a little hungover after last night. You know, I mean, Tuesdays can do that to a person. All right, (laughs) here we go. We've got uh, two idiots here. You just need to decide who is worthy of the title. I'll give you your first one it's a woman. And, uh, well, this woman probably should have realized you just can't hire people like this through a normal Google search. 51-year-old Detroit woman, Wendy Ween, wanted to kill her ex-husband in the worst way. So she searched online and found a website called rentahitman.com. Well, that sounds easy enough. Who knew killing somebody was just a click away, Robert? Anyway, uh, apparently it's not. The entire site is just a joke. It claims to have 18,000 hitmen stationed around the country, that it's headquartered at the uh, Mar a Lago Club. Hmm. And that the company recently had to cut ties with the Illuminati and Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> That's all right. She was still all in. She didn't care. It also brags about HIPAA complaint, which they say stands for Hitman Information Privacy and Protection Act of 1964. Somehow, with all of that, Robert, she still fell for it, filled out a request form detailing how she wanted her ex-husband killed. Then whoever runs the site saw the request come through and called the cops. They set up a sting uh, she offered the undercover cop five grand for the hit plus travel expenses. Now she's in a little bit of trouble. offered per diem
1: for that. What's that? She even offered per diem for that. Yeah,
0: per diem. She offered <laughs> per diem for the hitman. Yeah, all right, you can have a lunch and a small salad. For some reason the fact that it was rentahitman.com never put up a red flag for this woman. She went, Wow, that's simple. All right, here's your next Idiot of the Day, Robert. All right, we've seen a million stories about shoplifters stealing all sorts of junk, but uh, maybe not this kind of junk. A guy in Vegas walked into an adult toy store last week, stole the biggest toy they had. It's, (laughs) well, it's called uh, the Moby, named after Herman Melville's novel, Moby Dick, and it's massive. It's 40 pounds and three feet tall from base to tip, Robert. That is a... uh, that's a large sex toy. What? Anyway, he, I have no idea, Robert. Don't even try to guess too far into that, buddy. It'll it'll give you nightmares. He walked into the store Tuesday night. He had a face mask on. Well, that's good. Picked it up, tossed it over his shoulder, and walked out the front door. Security cameras got it all. And, uh, cops uh, tracked him down. They say the toy normally sells for twelve hundred dollars. We found it for six hundred online. If you're if you're looking for it, and uh, all right all uh, right I'm going to take a look at this online because I can't believe- oh my god oh my god it is dude it's it's three foot tall and it's it's forty pounds and it's it's man junk it's forty forty pounds of man junk Robert. Yeah, I, 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 all right, I need to delete that right now from the radio station Facebook site. There we go. Okay, so Robert, who is our idiot of the day today? Is it the woman hiring a hitman from rentahitman.com or the dude that walked out of the adult toy store with a uh, three-foot-tall, 40-pound schlong?
1: I mean, I feel like the, the, uh, the lady that rented a hitman, a little bit more of an idiot, I feel like that took a lot of um, premeditated thought Mm-hmm. To go through with that. You know what I mean? Totally. I used to do it I used to do loss prevention at Fred Meyer and I've seen a lot of people steal stuff, so eh, I don't know. Shoplifting I is mean,
0: shoplifting, right?
1: Yeah, but for I don't know, I feel like it's definitely the lady though. I mean he probably he could have made a little bit of cash out of that Moby, you know?
0: Yeah, he probably did. Um, well I'm but- sure, yeah. I'm sure he sold it on some kind of black market because who doesn't need one of those? Yeah, normally when one goes looking around for a dick that big, they just go to Washington D.C. You got plenty of them.
1: <laughs> right.
0: All right. So who's oh, yeah, our I'd idiot?
1: Go, I'd, I'd go for number one. Ah, right, there we go. You
0: win! Oh my god. Rent a hitman. Good call. Well done, Robert. Way to play the game properly. Thank you so much. You can call back and do it any time out here to the cabin. Okay.
1: Rock on! Absolutely. All right, buddy.
0: So earlier we were talking about trailer trash, and I just happened to marry some. So uh, Yeah, I'm trailer trash. There she is. Maria is with us. Now, Maria, you know, they, you can take the girl out of the trailer park, but you can never take the trailer park out of the girl. Agreed. Double wide. <laughs> double wide? I, I didn't say that. You said that. Oh, you no, made the house. I grew up in a double wide trailer. Shut up. I, I thought you meant your ass.
1: Right. Like I got a double I
0: know. See, I can't everything even... on me is bigger than my ass. I know. See, <laughs> normally if you make a, you slip up and make an ass joke around your wife, you get a pan thrown at you, but you and I both know you've got a little tiny butt. So it's obviously a joke. <laughs> so I can get away with saying it. If you had a yeah, large yeah. ass, if you had a large ass, I wouldn't be able to say that line.
1: I thought when we grew older, our hips were going to grow out and I'd have a nice big
0: round. You who ass. but nope, not given. Alright, that's alright. A girl can dream. A girl can dream. Just keep eating <laughs> yeah. those donuts and we'll see what happens. Every woman listening to you right now is like, shut up, you skinny little bitch. That's what they're <laughs> saying. That's what they're all thinking. And why not? Because, but you know what? You don't care. You trailer trash. Uh, Maria, now You were like, uh, you know, you did roller derby. You played dirty. You you rock. You climbed rocks. You, you've got it in you. Uh, but well, yeah. you do have some anger issues. Let's just go there. Uh, let's start with the fact you Flipped off the Jumbotron. Well, all right, here's the deal. It's, I was uh, flipping you off. The Jumbotron just happened to float by. <laughs> just float by. <laughs> it so did. We're, we're at the football game, and I'm the announcer down on the field, and I say, Happy birthday to my lovely wife, Maria. Look how beautiful she is. The Jumbotron close up of you giving me the bird, and you can see your words. You're going, Fuck you. I believe it was.
1: Fuck you, Anderson. I yes. told you not to
0: say nothing. Yeah, I, I, fuck you, Anderson. And it's all right there. And the place goes nuts, but it helped because the place just went nuts. The Grizzlies came out as energized and they won. So, really, we're going to give you that win for the Fairbanks Grizzlies because it was all about the energy you gave flipping off the Jumbotron.
1: Well, it was really sad because I didn't even know the jumbotron was on until afterward when someone goes, "By you're the woman who flipped off the jumbotron, I went, what?. <laughs> <Shit.">
0: <laughs> but you know, here's the thing. It's no surprise to me. I mean, I remember backstage at comedy, uh, you almost knocked out Polly Shore.: Oh, oh, I
1: had a gun in the car, and he, he was, knew it. No,
0: he was, I let no, him go no he he's just a, he was a little shit. Polly Shore is the weevil. biggest piece of crap I've ever worked he's with a, in comedy. He,
1: he was rude. He was self-centered, and and weasel is as appropriate as you can get. Yeah, I know. That's the real deal. Not not a weasel.
0: Here's the deal: he was doing comedy. We had two shows, and between shows, there's a big crowd trying to move in, and another trying to move out. So in the green room, where the comics and all of us hang out. Maria goes back there to hang out, like she always does. You, you like you know, all the comics. You don't care who they are. And they were like, oh, yeah, um, we want to be alone. And they kicked you out of the green room, and she oh, went yeah. ballistic. Yeah, so she almost punched out probably <laughs> Shore, and he was scared, too, because he came back to me. Um, he came I think, back and apologized to you, yeah, not Yeah, me. I, I think we upset your wife, and he told me what he did. I, I laughed. I went, you did what? I go, man, and you're still standing? <laughs> the other one, the other time I thought you were going to punch out Lita Ford backstage last year because she, she was rude.
1: She was quite self-centered. She yeah. Was just, but I was into Lita Ford. You were a huge Lita I, Ford fan. I thought she, she, I thought she rocked. And then to actually get put snubbed up meeting right. with her. She, Yeah. Yes, she
0: and, and rude. you're pissed. So let's see, uh, flipped off the jumbotron, uh, almost beat the shit out of Polly Shore and almost punched out Lita Ford. Anybody else? Did we miss anybody? So uh, what I'm getting at is your total trailer trash, honey, and I absolutely adore you.
1: Well, it's your fault you married me.
0: (laughs) Well, as you know, out here in Crapper Creek, uh, we only have one law enforcement officer, and that's uh, Trooper Cooper of the Alaska State Troopers. Pretty good guy, and he's usually here to answer some questions. So if you have questions about the law here in Alaska, well, it's time to give a call and ask Trooper Cooper.
3: If I
2: go streaking, does Trooper Cooper have a blanket for me in the back seat? What the hell? A blanket? What, are we gonna have a goddamn cuddle party? Hell no, I ain't got no damn blanket. Man, if I catch your ass streaking, you're going in the damn trunk. I ain't putting your sweaty, naked, hairy ass in the back of my patrol car. That's all there is to it, you sick bastard. Put some pants on, for crying out loud. Okay, what's the most important judicial decision in lawmaking? Well, sir, uh, good question. You know, in law enforcement, uh, the academy, we go through an ethics class and a judiciary class. We really have to learn the law inside and out and often have to think quick on our feet to do it. And every day there are situations that arise where we... Must make those tough decisions. For instance, the toughest one I make when I pull you over in your car and I get out of my patrol vehicle. I always ask, do I have to put on this stupid hat? My God, have you seen those hats they make us wear? I feel like Dudley Do-Right, for Christ's sake. Why they make us wear those things? Every time I get back in the damn car, the thing falls off. Wind blows it off. You gotta wear the little chin strap. Why can't we have a baseball cap like Swat? Ooh, or how about one of them cool berets like the French cops got? No, instead, the state of Alaska thought it'd be a better idea if we all looked like goddamn state park rangers. You know, there's a reason ain't nobody scared of the Canadian Mounted Police, just saying. So, Trooper Cooper, in the past few years, I've been pulled over for speeding, and
1: I've heard that some people claim that you can go five miles an hour over the speed limit, posted speed limit, due to
2: speedometer error. Is that true? What do we do about speeding? Well, to be quite honest, it all depends on the mood I'm in, right? I mean, if I'm in a good mood, I'll look the other way. If you're going five, heck, even eight or nine miles an hour over the speed limit. Not in the school zone, of course. That's where we're going to haul your ass in real quick, like. But for the most part, no. I mean, if you're smoking hot chick, I might pull you over just for precaution, you know. But i tell you what, if it's like 40 below outside hell, no, I ain't pulling you over. You can drive like a bat out of hell. I'll just pick you up in the springtime.
0: <laughs> time again to hear from our weekly guest, legendary rock and roll drummer, one of the greatest drummers in the history of rock and roll, Mr. Carmine a piece. Carmine piece. how you doing, buddy? I'm good. I'm good. Of course, now, uh, talking rock and roll, of course, uh, you guys have been working on uh, songs. Uh, you've been working with Cactus. You're working, looking yep. down the line. I know uh, you've got your band Kodiak <laughs> that you've been producing and managing as well. And is everything still kind of in a holding pattern or are you moving forward on a couple projects?
1: We're
3: moving forward uh, in a way that Cactus, as far as Cactus goes, we're moving forward. We're finishing up the record. Right. Uh, We have the running order. We have one little fix to do. And once we get the running order, then we send it to the next engineer who's going to bounce it all to analog. So have an analog sound. And then with that, he'll probably be mastering it as well. Once we get to that point, and then we're going to uh, deliver it to the label. But we're also trying, we have an extra track that has McCarty on it original guitarist. I'm trying to get Tim Bogut on that track, too, so to be three originals
0: oh, know, nice. on that track
3: as a bonus track.
0: Is it a full album? Oh, yeah, full album. Wow, now, uh, it seems like a lot of music is starting to come out now because a lot of artists and musicians like yourself have had a lot of time to come up with music yeah. and write and produce. You've had a ton of time, and now yeah. that they're able to do it uh, remotely... Creating albums and creating music, uh, obviously touring is the issue, but creating the music doesn't seem to be an issue right now for anybody. Everybody's able to uh, uh, write, uh, produce, record, and distribute music. Yeah, it's unbelievable. If we didn't have the internet, the whole world would be screwed. Could you imagine if this thing happened back in like 1980?
3: Forget it. Oh, I mean, a disaster. Oh,
0: we barely have cable. We couldn't get a hold of anybody. There'd be nothing but phone lines. It would be, yeah, it's unreal. So, yeah. Yeah. uh, I'm trying to spin a positive. Before we let you go, I wanted to ask you if you'd heard about this. We played a song, debuted a song yesterday by the Rolling Stones, and it was a previously unrecorded track they were going to put on Goat's Head Soup back in 73. Right. And they did. I read
3: about it yesterday.
0: Oh, yeah, with. with, uh, of course, with uh, Jimmy yeah, Page,
3: Jimmy Page on,
0: it, yeah, and and it's a it's a good song. It's a good song, not a great. I was I was hoping they'd let Jimmy and Keith kind of go off a little bit, but it's it's great nah. to be able because they're both, um, you know, so recognizable in their riffs, and you can hear both of them, you know, clearly in the song. It's obvious and it's great. Right. But right. I was right. a little dis- I was hoping they would uh, let them get off a little more on the middle in the middle of that. I mean, you got Jimmy Page in the studio nah. with you for crying out loud.
3: Now, we didn't even know how long ago that was.
0: Right. Know? That was over 50 that could years have been, ago.
3: That, that could have been before he was in Led Zeppelin when he was a session guy.
0: Yeah, I, I don't remember exactly when. It doesn't say when it was, but I know that... So, um, but when, when did Goat's Head Soup come out? That came out in 73, but um, it had nothing to do with Goat's Head Soup then. Uh, they're going to re-release Goat's Head yeah. Soup in September... Remastered with this song on it, so right. You see, that's
3: because they nobody can do anything other than recording.
0: Right. <laughs> so, 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 but but you know, if you so, can find, uh, I'm wondering how many artists are finding backlogs of songs and and putting them out now.
3: Yeah, we've done that already with Cactus right. and Ella But now, when is this going so to be released? Well, it's not going to be released till next year.
0: Right. I mean, you're looking yeah. at spring, or are you are you, now.
3: Yeah, it's spring because we're trying to get that. Tour going with uh, Cactus, Rick Derringer, and Pat Travis tonight on our lockdown show. We're hanging and banging with Carmine and Vinny. We got Pat Travis on there tonight. Nice. You know, at seven o'clock last week we had Nico from uh, Iron Maiden. Uh, Beautiful. And then and then I got Rick Derringer coming to the house here to do a, a video interview. He's got a new song coming out. It's called "The United States." And I did some background vocals on I played some snare, marching snare on it. Nice. And uh, so he wants to do a little video interview. So in our in our dining room, we have a piece of art that's made of uh, an American flag, but it's not a traditional American flag. It's made of all different things, you know. And he said, oh, that would be a great place to sit in front of that. Oh, so beautiful! are gonna come out here Sunday, and we're gonna do that.
0: So you're gonna and, shoot a video uh, with Rick Derringer this weekend, man. We should have opened with that. That's really cool.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah. Should have really opened true. with it. Well, in hindsight, Carmine, we'll let you go. Can't wait to talk next week. I want to hear about the uh, video shoot and how the Cactus album is coming along, buddy.
3: And next week we got uh, Code
0: Nineteen will be yes, released okay, as a video. good. And that's coming out next week, so we look forward to getting that so we can post it as well. Carmine, you have a good weekend, buddy. Good to talk to you as okay, well, bro. There you go. The legendary drummer Carmina Peace with us, folks. Always good. From the farthest North rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. Well, time for some more stand-up comedy. Uh, I couldn't afford a professional, so you got another episode of me, Glenner, live on stage at the Blue Loon from, uh, this is a winter show talking about binge-watching and cop shows. Binge-watch, that's a big thing, right? In Alaska, man, binge watch. shows, can binge watch. That's a big thing, right? In Alaska, man, binge watching is our other pastime now. That's what we do. We binge watch. What are you doing this weekend? Just binge watching 40 different shows. Till April. My wife likes the uh, ID channel. You know, with the, uh, the the like all the killing and murder and mayhem. I hate that shit. Ch- I can't watch it. We got fans of that station of that channel. What do you like all those? She likes Judge Judy. She likes the the Forensic Files. And now got now they got these uh, personalized, these uh, individual shows for certain types of murder situations, right? Wives with knives. Wives with knives is a show. <laughs> She's watching Wives With Knives. Oh, I'm not nervous at all. I come home, she's fucking taking notes. And here's what she said last week, and I'm not shitting you. She turns to me and she goes, hey, that reminds me of you uh CSI shows, right? Any fans of CSI in the house? Yay! Yeah, there's like 30 of them. Hell yeah, somebody's watching one. A lot of those. I love CSI because they always do the same thing every episode. They, they always find the killer, and they, they think it's the killer, it's not the right killer, and then they find the other killer and they hold on to him until they find the real killer. They always bust in some rapist, some single dude, they bust into his apartment looking for his shit. Right? They never turn the light on except for the black light. They only look around for a little bit of bodily fluid and they find it. They always, because they love the word semen on CSI. They love look, I think i found a spot of semen. (laughs) They always highlight the word find some semen, found some semen. Of course, on NCSI, the one with the Navy, it's like, hey, found some semen, semen. <laughs> Is that semen, semen? That's semen, semen. I see the semen, semen. They <laughs> love that bird. They got the little glow light on it. Shows a little spot. Really? You bust it into a single dude's apartment? And that's what you call? <laughs> <laughs> one spot. <laughs> you break into a single dude's apartment. I'd find you to find anything that's not glowing <laughs> in that apartment. They would turn the little, you know, little black light, bust in the place, like, oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> turn on the black light! Oh, cow, let my eyes adjust! It's on the floor, it's on the walls, the ceiling!
1: <laughs>
0: Every episode's the same on CSI, they walk down the hallway in the dark. Wow. I don't turn lights on. <laughs> They always have that suspenseful music playing and they slowly open up the closet. What happens every episode? Cat jumps up. Every episode. <laughs> of course the cat's fucking glowing. <laughs> oh! Hey, I've got to go, guys. You've been awesome. You guys have a great night. Thank you so much. That wraps up another great week. Hope you had a good time. We're going to do it again. Remember, tell your friends, share it, leave a comment. Check us out on YouTube, Glenner Anderson. Follow this show live online daily at xrock959.com. And don't forget on Twitter, Live from Crapper Creek. Till next week, we'll talk again. You've been listening to Live from Crapper Creek, the podcast with Glenner, produced by Mike Cook. For the full morning show, log on to the live stream at xrock959.com. This has been a Glenn Entertainment production.